0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of Created to Teach. I'm your host, Angela. Today, I would like to talk to you about something that's a bit complex. I want to talk about forgiveness. To forgive is defined as to cancel a debt or to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense or a flaw or a mistake. We all know that this can be one of the hardest things to do. People have experienced sexual abuse, trauma, neglect, hurt, divorce. People have been betrayed on various levels, uh, cheated on. Even simple infractions that aren't maybe that heavy can penetrate the heart very deeply. So, so many people are dealing with low and high levels of offense And it's not always easy to overcome it and to get to the other side to where there's forgiveness. So let's talk about it. I think that um, forgiveness is vital. If you're a believer such as myself, then God calls us to forgive. But even if you're an unbeliever or you are not a Christian per se, forgiveness is a gift you still give yourself. Unforgiveness is like a poison. It hurts you. It makes you spend time being angry and offended. It could lead to mistrust. It can spill over into other relationships with other people that had nothing to do with whatever happened to you. It's just not a great thing. So we need to be intentional about our desire, our choice, and the journey of forgiveness. And we need to be praying if we are believers for that ability to be deeply and thoroughly and swiftly forgiving. I've had at least three different things happen to me in this five-day week where I had to forgive. And one or two persons, one or two things, it was relatively easy. The third person, four days later, I was on 92% (laughs) forgiveness. As of this morning, I'm on 98% if it's a percentage on of, of how much I've forgiven them. So I say that to say, it can be a process. Certainly if the offense or the betrayal or whatever it was that took place is very, very deep. The thing is to be intentional about it and to be working on desirous and not just having the desire, because we don't always feel like it, but just knowing, okay, it's in my best interest to forgive. So be endeavoring to forgive. If it takes days, if it takes weeks, if it takes a little bit longer, endeavor to free yourself of this. So, what are the reasons that we need to forgive? Okay, well, firstly, if someone is taking up that much space in your heart or your mind, if they have motivated you to be angry or resentful or bitter, that's a type of entrapment. You're trapped. They have a lot of control over you, whether they want to or not, whether they're aware of it or not. So we don't ever want anyone to have that much control over us. So one of the reasons to forgive is to break that control that another human being has over your mind or your heart, your thoughts, and even your actions and your emotions. Uh, A second reason, speaking of emotions, you don't want to be constantly agitated You don't want to be living in a space of hurt. You don't want to be driven by your emotions. And sometimes that can happen when we have been unable to forgive. So for your own sake, so that you can be emotionally intelligent and so that you're not in a state of stress and worry or grief or pain or other emotional turmoil, you have to learn to forgive. Um, the Bible says in Ephesians 4.32, and this is for my believers out there, be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Forgiving people is a kindness. God calls us to be merciful and he calls us to be kind. So when you're willing and able to forgive somebody, you are being kind. You also are being loving. That's another reason. You're being loving to them, but more importantly, you're being loving towards yourself because the suffering is yours. The anger and the pain and the angst is yours to carry and hold. So you want to free yourself of that. You want to be loving of yourself by releasing someone into your forgiveness. But also when you're able to do that, even if it's begrudgingly, even if your feelings haven't really changed, even if you need to stay away from them, you're still doing a kindness. God has called us to be kind and merciful, but he's called us to be loving to everyone. So speaking of God, if you are a believer, God called us to forgive. All throughout the Bible, it says to forgive. Colossians 3.13 says, the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. It's a command. He didn't say, well, if you can ever get around to it or if you feel like it, it's a command. So if you believe in God and you believe in the word of God, I've said it before, you must believe in the entire word of God. And that means believing God when he says to forgive. There's other passages like Mark 11, I believe 28 that says, and whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against someone so that your father also who's in heaven may forgive you of your trespasses. Well, we fall short every day. I need to be forgiven by God pretty much every single day of the week. So don't you want God to continue to forgive you? We must extend forgiveness. What I learned about God is that he wants us to be thoroughly and completely forgiven forgiving of everyone of everything. I always say that God help me to be able to forgive everyone of everything. God wants us to forgive our abusers. He wants us to forgive our negligent parents. He wants us to forgive bosses who have uh, verbally assaulted us. He wants us to forgive people who have turned their back on us when we needed them most. He wants us to forgive everyone of everything, both big and small infraction. There's nothing that God cannot help us to forgive. And therefore, there's nothing that God is not calling us to forgive. Nothing is too trivial or too massive that God is not saying, forgive that, forgive them. So think about it. It could be one of the hardest things to forgive, but we're called to do so. And it's a freedom for you. A lot of people don't even know you're angry and bitter and resentful or that you're mad and and, and going through these things. And a lot of people, unfortunately, wouldn't care if they do know or, or they know and they don't care. So release yourself by releasing them into your forgiveness. Forgiveness is so very vital. It's so very important to your quality of life, to your spiritual life. It can really impede your relationship with God. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. God will love us. God wishes to be in intimate relationship with us even more than we wish to be in relationship with him. But if we're bitter and angry and, un- and unloving and all of that, how can we really truly come to God? The Bible says in a scripture, how can you say that you love God who you've never seen, but your brother who you've seen, you hate him? And a lot of times, even if it's not all the way so, you can feel as if you hate someone who has really betrayed you or hurt you deeply or abused you, really feel like you hate someone that you've been unable to forgive. So we've got to really put things in perspective and learn to forgive everyone of everything. No matter matter how the process is, no matter how long it takes, We've got to endeavor to do this for ourselves and for the sake of our spiritual growth and our relationship with God. And even if you're an unbeliever, for the quality of your life, for your own peace of mind, your own joy and happiness, do it for yourself. Okay. So how do we forgive? Well, firstly, we need to identify the offense. What needs to be forgiven? isolate that or those things and leave the rest. I once watched a Ted talk and I think it was called the price or the cost of forgiveness. It was really great. Look it up if you like. And she talked about her neighbor being drug induced and killing her mother and her brother and how that affected her for years. And she figured out that she was upset and angry and hurt with him, even though she said she forgave and she didn't know how to forgive, which we're going to talk about in a minute. A lot of us feel that way. I've been there. But she said that she was angry with him for things that she really should not have been. She had to identify what is it that he took from me? What is it that I've suffered because of this act or this offense? So identify what you're angry at, what has happened. A lot of times we throw a lot of other stuff on there and it really just needs to be one or two things or a couple of things that we can even say, this is what you owe me or this is what you've done. So we have to learn to identify what exactly we need to forgive and even why. Why do I need to forgive this? We know forgiveness is important for the reasons I listed. But why is this thing such a big thing? And I'm not talking about rape and abuse. Why is what they said about me such a big thing? Now, that piece is definitely just for you to reflect. The main thing is identify the offense, the betrayal, whatever it is. Identify what needs to be forgiven and just work on forgiving those things. Leave the rest. As most things, everything begins with a choice. You have to know what to forgive but then you have to choose to do it. You are the only one that can do this. Forgiveness starts with a choice after identifying what to forgive. And your emotions may not line up. You may not feel like they deserve forgiveness. They may not if you looked at it that way. Um, They might not be sorry. They might continue to try to do it if they could. Um, There's many different things But even if you don't feel like it, you don't want to, you don't think they deserve it, choose for the reasons I gave already, choose to forgive. Forgiveness really lies a lot in the releasing of and the practicing and the healing. So those three things, release, release the anger and the resentment and the bitterness, the hurt, the betrayal that you feel release the toxic or the negative emotions. Release. How do we do that? Well, unless you have to talk about it to give information that helps someone, or unless you have to report a crime or something of that nature, you need to stop talking about the person or persons and the experiences or the Thing that, or things that need forgiveness, stop talking about them negatively. Stop rehearsing them. Stop going over them. Stop uh, telling anyone who will listen. And you need to release the right to be right. Release the right to be a victim. Even if you were victimized, you are really a victor. You can get through it. So don't dwell and hang out in victim land for years and years, months and months. So relinquish, release. The right to feel like a victim because of what happened to you, even if you were victimized. Release all those things that are stagnating and holding you down, weighing you down. Practice. Practice praying for your offender or for the person or persons you're forgiving. If you're a believer, if you believe in prayer, if you pray. If you don't pray, practice not speaking bad about them practice whenever you have a bad emotion or feeling doing something that makes you feel better or do or thinking of a memory that is good and positive and takes away those negative feelings practice forgiveness sometimes it's easy to forgive in an hour or that same day sometimes it takes a few days or a week or two but we should be endeavoring practice forgiving them don't let years and years of your life go by If you need to get into therapy, or if you're a believer, if you need deliverance, or if you need to read books, Joyce Meyer has some really good ones, Joyce Meyer, then read. Just make sure that you are pursuing peace and pursuing forgiveness. You must practice it as long as as it takes. And healing. You need to be healed. So whether you're a believer and you ask God to heal your emotions, and heal the hurt and the pain, whether you get into therapy, whether you do whatever um self-healing methods you know of or you learn, make sure you are endeavoring to be healed. That's when the um rest of everything, the emotions line up. So make sure that's going on. You must be healed. Heal of the unforgiveness, heal of the hatred you might feel, heal of resentment and bitterness, heal of anger, anger that might even go so deep, be healed of it so that you can have a better life, so that you can have peace and joy, so that if you're a believer, you can have a stable, consistent, great relationship with God who has commanded us to forgive everyone of everything. And who can help you and will help you do it. So let's make sure that we are doing the very best that we can for ourselves by being forgiving. Forgiveness is so very important and there's no limit to it. Luke 17 4 says, if he sins against you seven times in the day and turns to you seven times saying repent, you must forgive him. There's no maximum. There's another verse that says, well, 70 times 70, you know, how many times should I forgive? God wants you to forgive every time. Now, God says not to be foolish. If a person is dangerous, get away from them. If you need to report a crime, do so. Don't be shamed or guilted or even with needing and wanting to forgive. People are even able to forgive people who have killed their loved ones. It's possible. Does that mean that they don't serve time in prison? No. Does that mean they don't report the crime? No. You don't have to exonerate people of something. You know what's right and wrong. You know when someone's hurt you. Abuse and all of that is never acceptable. But anything that hurts you is never acceptable. And some people you need to release them into your forgiveness and kind of move back from them. Or maybe you need to not have them in your life at all. Or maybe you do need to report that crime. What I'm saying is, regardless of how the chips may fall, for your own sake, release them into your forgiveness. Still learn to forgive no matter what needs to take place. Use wisdom. Get away from he or her who is dangerous Let go of that relationship that is hurting you or destroying things in your life. Make the right choices. It's not that all things are hunky-dory because you are forgiving. But forgiveness does need to happen. It just does. It really is a release. It really is a kindness and an act of love to them, yes. But first and foremost, to you. And if you're a believer, it's a command of God and it's obedience to God. And either way you slice it, it will make your life better. It will make your life richer and fuller. It will redeem, restore your peace, your joy. Unforgiveness is a poison that you're drinking, you're taking, you're dealing with a suffering that you're undertaking And it hardly affects anyone else as greatly as it will affect you. So please, I admonish you, whether you do it by therapy, prayer, books, YouTube, videos, meditation, identify what it is and who it is that you need to forgive. Even identify the why. Choose to forgive. You only have to choose once as where you have to wake up every day and live a life of resentment and bitterness and hatefulness and unforgiveness. That's all the time. That's until. That's indefinitely. You choose to forgive one time and you just practice it and you release it. Release those negative feelings. Release that power they have over you. Release anything toxic associated with it. You might even need to release the person. But whatever you do, practice forgiving them. Keep your mouth off of them. Even if you believe they should go to hell or jail or you're pressing charges or whatever you need to do, talk about it because you need to. Talk about it because you're getting healed. Talk about it because you're helping someone. Talk about it because it's testimony. Don't talk about it in a a repeat where it's just on repeat in your head and your heart and your mind keeping you stuck. Get out of that entrapment that is unforgiveness. Until next time, take care of yourself and learn to forgive.